Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This is the only podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered perspective of what it's really like to be a professional cheerleader. Whether you're currently on a pro team, an alumni, or really curious about what it takes to become a pro cheerleader, the Pro Cheerleading Podcast gives you all the inside scoop and hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and in-depth interviews of current and former cheerleaders. I'm your host, Makiba. Join me every Wednesday as I reveal the truth behind the palms. Okay, y'all, it's been a long, 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 long time since I recorded an episode all about my lonesome, but I'm here because I finally, finally, finally have the chance to recap my experience at the 2024 Pro Bowl in Orlando, Florida. So buckle up, buttercup. I'm about to get through all of my notes. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and there's a lot to explain. I'll talk about it during cheer chat, but I'm finally ready. So let's get into it. I want to really just take my time in recognizing each of the Pro Bowl cheerleaders and also just share my observations about the Pro Bowl event in general. You know, there's been a lot of changes, and so I'm going to speak to some of those changes just, you know, from the lens of being a big fat fan of NFL cheerleaders and just wanting to really lift up and celebrate this space along with all of you. That's why you're listening, right? So this episode is called Make It a Good One. And if you guys have not noticed, that was the song that Quentin choreographed the opening number to. It couldn't have been a more perfect song. I put something in my story, just trying to get some ideas of what to name this episode. And it's the perfect name. So make it a good one. Let's get started. I'm going to be talking first about why the heck I'm obsessed with Pro Bowl. I remember when Brittany and I started this podcast five years ago, and it was in October, and at first we were super hyped about going to the Super Bowl, and then I was just like, no, we really need to go to Pro Bowl, because it's literally like all the best representatives from all of the teams, like we have to get there somehow, and you just be that awkward groupie that's just there trying to pump up what's going on at Pro Bowl, and ever since I've been hooked, I've gone every single year Um, haven't stayed as long as I've wanted to on some years. Um, It's been in Orlando, then it went to Vegas and back to Orlando. And so I really look forward to this time of year every year because it's just a lot of anticipation from like, I don't know, as late as like maybe November, December, teams are selecting their representative. And so I keep track week by week of each Pro Bowl announcement and seeing the ways that different teams do their Pro Bowl announcements. So it's just a lot of build up an anticipation to see the squad form and then to start digging into their backgrounds and everything. So I just really look forward to the time when I finally get to meet them in person because I've researched them. I've been excited about their journey and seeing all of the posts and everything. So I look forward to this. It's really going to be fun to try to recap all of this in my first episode solo in a while. So I'm going to get into it right now. So this time, now that it was back in Orlando, I decided that I was going to try to make the most of the trip and I extended the amount of time that I was going to stay. Last year, I believe I just flew in for the Pro Bowl game and that was it. This time I wanted to make sure that I was there for all of the fan activities so that I could see as much of the Pro Bowl cheerleaders as I could. And my best friend, Bianca, who lives in Boca, drove up you know, to Orlando to spend time with me there. And so we decided to make a whole week of it. I think I got there Wednesday and I didn't leave out until Monday. Um, so I'm just going to kind of recap 
somewhat day by day, but also just kind of, you know, you know how I am all over the place, but I'll try to be organized. But that was one of the things that I really kind of wanted to lead with was just shout out to everybody who travels all the way to freaking Orlando, Florida to support your teammates. I was not the only one there as a fan and maybe some of you flew in just for the day for the game, but I was so inspired to see how much support everybody showed from like showing up in t-shirts with their, you know, Pro Bowl cheerleaders face on it. I mean, the support was so loud and not just from family members, but from their teammates. So shout out to all of you. I really wish I took pictures as soon as I saw everybody because you just never kind of get around to it. And I'm still kicking myself for it, but it was so cool seeing everybody there showing support for their Pro Bowl cheerleader. With that said, um, because I was there for so long, I was expecting more fan interaction events and a chance to kind of meet the Pro Bowl cheerleaders up close and personal. And it was just a different format from years before. Thankfully, shout out to Javon. She gave her friends and family ticket to myself and Bianca so that we were able to go to the skills challenge because that was actually closed to the public. I don't know how they went about, you know, giving tickets away for that, but it was not something that just general fans could go to. So I was just so lucky to be able to attend that and kind of my first official event on Thursday to be able to see the performances. That was so cool. I've posted in my Instagram and also I think on YouTube as well. All of the videos from the performances, uh, from the skills challenge, as well as the actual Pro Bowl game. So you'll have to go check that out. And you really should go check it out because I'm going to be giving some specific notes on some of the routines and things that were my favorites and people who stood out and you can be your own judge. But with that said, I just really wish that there were more fan engagement events. I'll just give you the rundown. It was the skills challenge on Thursday. There had like the NFC and AFC practices, I believe Friday and Saturday. Those were also closed to the public. They were previously, I want to say open to the public before, but those were closed practices. So I think, I don't know if it was just family members or just extra special people that I don't fit in the category of get to go to those events. And then thankfully there was an international flag football event with young kids, a lot of girls. That was so cool to see. So at that event, they had appearances by each line, and I only missed one of them. It was so sad, but they were there mingling with the fans and taking pictures. And so that was the one other fan engagement event that at least was open to the public to attend. And the final event was the Pro Bowl game. And so with the format changes, you know, it's a little chaotic. It's not quite as organized as it probably looks on TV. I don't know if it looks as disorganized as it is when you're in person, but you know, the Pro Bowl games still were very, very fun to watch if you kind of knew what was going on. And I couldn't keep my eyes off the Pro Bowl cheerleaders. You guys know why I'm there. That's the only thing that I focus on. So I really honestly don't know what happened with the Pro Bowl games, but that was kind of the format of it. And so I just, again, want to shout out everybody that took the time to go all the way out there, especially if you only went for the Pro Bowl game itself. Um, I saw teams from the Texans. I saw teammates from the Detroit Lions. Who else? I mean, there were just so many people that spent their money, their time and everything to show support. And I'm sure their teammates really appreciated it. But I think I'm the number one fan. So here we go into my recap of what I saw for Pro Bowl weekend. Before I do that, I do want to recognize that the people who put Pro Bowl together for the cheerleaders are absolutely fabulous. And I don't know if they have any control over how much the Pro Bowl cheerleaders are actually utilized in Pro Bowl week, but they do such an amazing job. And so 
I want to acknowledge everything that they do to make this week so special for the Pro Bowl cheerleaders. Um, I want to make like a little suggestion, and I don't know that it's really for E2K or just the NFL that doesn't listen to this podcast, but there is a major fan base, in my view, for the actual Pro Bowl cheerleaders. I think more people would probably be able to bring their families into this celebration if there were more opportunities to kind of celebrate with you while you're there. And so I was thinking that it would be really cool, especially because this year they did not have the pep rally that they would have at Disney Springs, where it's like right in the middle of this huge shopping area with lots and lots of tourists going through there. Previously, they when they had it in Orlando, you know, they had like a whole one hour pep rally where all the lines got introduced by name and they all got to perform. And that was like literally the highlight for me because you're up closer in person and you're not it's not in the stadium, but people who would just be able to walk by and appreciate the performances and celebrate with you. And they didn't have that this past year. And that really, really sucked. Um, they usually hold that Saturday, the day before um, Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl game. So I think it would be really cool if the, at the night of Pro Bowl, I know there's like a dinner, I think that everybody goes to um, that's set up through, you know, the organization that runs everything, but I just feel like maybe it's just some way to squeeze in if they're not going to have fan events for the Pro Bowl cheerleaders. If there was just a way that we could have a moment where you can kind of connect with your family members together. Like, I don't know if it could just be like, I would pay money for that, frankly. Like if you had to spend 50 bucks to be a part of that dinner and you're just like in the room, but you get to kind of see some celebration or even if it's just like a little cocktail reception type thing for the after the game so that way everybody who came to visit you and see you in your element can be part of the celebration versus just everybody kind of you know having to struggle with balancing seeing their family and friends and actually enjoying that last night with their teammates like I wish that that was just something that they would just charge us for so that we can kind of be there for it um, or just some way to celebrate and party. And I don't know, I think that would be a really cool addition. The night of the game, uh, there's like a dinner and maybe the family and friends only come after the closed dinner portion, but there's just going to be a little DJ and a little party action. I think that would be so cool. And so I'm putting my little suggestion out there into the universe that there is something that allows closure for everybody who came to celebrate you to experience those you know, that final closing moment, I think that would be really, really nice. So the way that I thought through this episode was to give each Pro Bowl cheerleader just a couple minutes. I'm not going to make this 50 million hours long, but I want to just tell you a little bit about each Pro Bowl cheerleader. And then as I kind of talk about them, share observations from me being able to watch them and all the videos that I took. And then Um, I'll do that for each line because you know there's like the NFC lines they have one and two and then the AFC lines one and two and so I'm gonna introduce each cheerleader for each line and then you know kind of wrap with just my observations of the choreography the routines that we all loved so much and just like who are my standout performers and that's gonna be my recap so let's get started with NFC line number one. Okay, so NFC line one consists of Kayla from the 49ers, Gold Rush, Shandi from the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders, Azari from the Philadelphia Eagles Cheerleaders, Caroline from the Seahawks Dancers, Mackenzie from the Detroit Lions Cheerleaders, and Celia from the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm going to go through each one 
obviously Kayla was the huge spotlight as one of the Super Bowl uh, cheerleaders this year, um, along with uh, the Chiefs cheerleader, Jamia. And so it was really cool to see how they kind of highlighted both of them, whether it was in the formations, even in the photo card. So Kayla, it was really cool to see you being highlighted that way. So you guys, I have a big fat, why am I calling everything fat? I just am a really big fan of Kayla. She just reminds me of how far we've come as a community overall. I remember when we started the podcast, there was an episode that we called Shut Up and Dance, and it was really around, you know, the culture of fear of speaking up and standing up for what you believe in in this space and fighting for change. And I remember Brittany and I discussing Kayla and, you know, this was years back. She's been on the team for seven seasons now. But if you guys recall, Kayla was the one cheerleader that kneeled in the NFL around the time that Colin Kaepernick was also protesting um, just against violence against African-Americans who were in this country. And it was scary just seeing scary and I would say also so enlightening to see her courage in standing up for what she believed in and just seeing how the gold rush cheerleaders did not silence her they supported her in being able to do that and there was a lot of backlash that she received for that and so getting to meet her in person at the international flag football challenge finally um, after following her for so many years was really special to me. Um, I just really admire you, Kayla, and I want to tell you people about you. And I kind of went completely out of order, but whatever. Kayla is a business owner and a brow artist. She's a licensed esthetician in the Bay Area. She's, like I said, a seventh year vet and a captain on the team. Um, She went to Diablo Valley Community College. She has her associates in dance. And it was so cool, you guys, because I got to spend time with Melissa, who traveled all the way from the Bay Area, a good friend of Kayla's, a really, really good friend of Kayla's to come all that way. And she was kind of traveling along alone uh, to support her friend. And so Kayla, who there's another Kayla, y'all, so stay with me here. She's been on the show. You guys have taken her sassy dance classes, but she actually put us in touch with each other so that we can spend time together instead of traveling solo. And so Melissa and I just kind of um, really connected and just showing that support for Kayla. I just think she's so cool and fun to hang out with. We had dinner and then we kind of, um, you know, snuck in each other's seats during the game. It was just really cool spending time with you. Um, So anyway, I've just, like I said, been following Kayla for a very long time. And she's got some exciting ventures going on as a beauty entrepreneur. And she's basically launching a salon. Um in Brentwood, California, in the East Bay area. And so it looks like a really beautiful space. I'm just plugging whatever I saw y'all online and doing my research, but I'm just really, again, very, very proud of you in more ways than one. I'm so sorry about the Super Bowl loss. I know what that feels like, um, but I really do hope you had the best time between Pro Bowl and then Super Bowl right after. I know it's been a whirlwind and you're probably still, still coming down from that. So that's Kayla, everybody. Moving on next to... Shandi from the DCC. So I can't be the only person that just thinks that she is like so angelic looking like she's got the face of an angel, just like this aura about her that's just incredibly sweet and just almost unreal. Like, are you a real person? That's kind of how I felt meeting her. <laughs> okay, I'm totally going to be fangirling, whatever you guys. Um, So I met her at the International Football 
international flag football event as well. Um, and I was just starstruck, but Shandi's a fifth year vet and she's a line leader for DCC. Uh, she's from Oral Valley, Arizona. Uh, she's a scheduling coordinator for a pediatric dental office. Um, I just wanted to say about Shandi, like she's a graduate of University of Arizona. Um, she's won multiple pageant titles. I mean, her resume was very, very impressive, but I really enjoyed watching Shandi dance. I mean, you guys know it's probably DCC style, but it's just very clean. She hits all the accents in the choreography and she's got like this style that's very powerful and strong. You know how like they say like palm style is really sharp and strong motions and whatnot, but it's like this, it's sharp and powerful, but just still graceful at the same time. So it's so effortless looking. Like I kind of just really loved watching her dance. Um, and I think when they gave her the Pro Bowl announcement as part of the team, they said the one word to describe her is grace. And I just could not agree more that you carry yourself with such grace and I've been, you know, a little behind on social media, but again, as I was doing some digging, the one thing that I will say was just that I, Shandi was just so moved by you sharing, um, for my cause, my boots, you know, your choice to show that your support for domestic violence, um, and just that, you know, being that vulnerable and sharing an experience that you had in a domestic violence relationship um, and just saying that you just wanted to show that you can get out of the situation and have others that you can confide in that will be there for you. I don't know if you know how like powerful that is to share that with people because it's so easy to probably get into a relationship like that and not even realize how quickly it can deteriorate. And so I just really applaud you for putting yourself out there in that way. I hope that it inspires women or anybody who's in a situation like that to um, take steps to to get out of it and that it's possible and that you can have a very thriving and wonderful life and that you have people that care about you. I just really wanted to acknowledge that um, you are an angel. I just felt like you have this very graceful, very angelic um, demeanor about you and you're just very, very, very sweet. Next up, we have Azari from the Philadelphia Eagles. Azari is a six-year vet, and she's a captain. It was her final season. Um, she's a choreographer and dance teacher from Phillipsburg, New Jersey. She earned her Bachelor of Fine Arts in Dance with a minor in business from the University of the Arts in Philadelphia. I was just in Philadelphia. That's a whole other story, but lots of love for the Philadelphia Eagles, um, as long as they're not playing the Seahawks. Um, anyway, she's working on writing her own poetry book about the stages of love. She teaches dance at the same studio she grew up dancing in as a competition choreographer. Um, her teammates selected her for her dedication, her tireless work ethic, tremendous talent, and natural ability to galvanize camaraderie within the squad. She brings positivity to everyone she meets and members of the team give speeches in front of who the whole squad and they vote. I thought that was pretty interesting. You guys, I'm just reading from my notes, but in her speech, um, Azari really focused on her love for community service. She collects donations of prom dresses for people in need, as well as accessories. She volunteers at her local food bank. Um, she also did some volunteer work with Merck for Mothers, which is kind of like around maternity care. Um, she was the 2021-2022 Eagles Cheerleader Performer of the Year, Performer of the Year, and so Azari, if you did not see from my <laughs> from my videos, can just bust out of freestyle so quick and so fun to watch. Just sassy, 
just a showstopper. Like I loved watching you perform. Next up, we have Caroline from the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, you guys know my background with the Seahawks, and so I will try not to be biased here, but of course I love Caroline. <laughs> um, she's a fourth-year veteran and a squad leader for the Seahawks dancers. She's from Brentwood, California, attended University of Oregon. She's got her bachelor's in business administration and marketing. She was also a member of the University of Oregon dance team. Uh, she's a marketing manager for PCC Markets out here in the Pacific Northwest. You know, just seeing Caroline back a summer ago at ProAction, um, she just really stood out in that like whole showcase that they did. Um, it was my first time really kind of being able to see her up close and personal instead of at a game. And she really, really stood out. And she also stood out at the Seahawks Dancers showcase that they put on for you know, alumni that happened back in September. And so I just think you are a knockout performer. You know how to sell it and just is a very animated performer. She's got 21 years of dance experience. People put together a video for her. You know, her mother was in it, different teammates, and people were just saying just how amazing of a teammate you are, as well as a performer. And it was really cool to see them put together that package for you. I just want to say that I'm really, really proud of you, Caroline, and I think you represented the Seattle Seahawks very well. You have that extra oomph and sparkle and razzle-dazzle that we all love, and I think each team has its own style, and I think you represent the Seahawks dancers really, really well. Next up, we have the McKenzie. The McKenzie. You know I'm going to say the McKenzie because there are like 50 McKenzies on the Detroit Lions cheerleader squad. Um, but McKenzie from the Detroit Lions, she is one of their captains. This is her fifth season. Um, she is a registered labor and delivery nurse, y'all. She helped deliver her former teammate's newborn baby. That just really got my heart. I love babies and what an honor to be able to like in your craft and profession to be able to extend that to one of your teammates, which is like one of the most important moments in their lives. That is so cool. She attended the University of Detroit, Mercy. Um, she received team honors in 2021 as the most dedicated and also team mom because she's always prepared. I could totally see that. I don't know why I don't know you, Mackenzie, but um, you just seem very nurturing and caring for for everybody around you. I got to meet Mackenzie, you guys, at the ProAction uh, last summer and you know I wish I got a chance to spend more time with her but it was so nice to see her again at the okay I'm going to say meeting everybody at the international flag football event but it was nice to be able to see you in person again and just you know see the amazing journey that it must be from going from pro action one year to pro bowl the next it was just really exciting for you she's passionate about Alzheimer's disease that word is so hard to Alzheimer's. It's it Alzheimer's? Anyway, um, she's passionate about that disease awareness. Um, she had a huge group of supporters from her squad, like I said, um, and that I'm really so happy that they got to be there for her and show that support. Um, and shout out to Holly. I ran into Holly, you guys. She's the former Detroit Lions Pro Bowl cheerleader as well. I just want to say how cool it is for McKenzie because she had such an amazing season with the Detroit Lions in the playoffs, you know, get selected as Pro Bowl cheerleader. And if anything can top that, it would have to be the fact that she got engaged at Pro Bowl. You guys, um, I saw pictures um, of just a very special moment to share with her fiance to be proposed to at Pro Bowl. Like you get a Pro Bowl ring, you got 
your engagement ring, but congratulations, Mackenzie. Uh, it was really fun watching you perform. You are another angel face in my mind. Very sweet presence. Next up, we have Celia from the Atlanta Falcons cheerleader. She is a six-year veteran, another person that I met at ProAction. Um, she's a second-year captain as well. She, she is an electrophysiology nurse practitioner. She's working at two different hospitals as a cardiac nurse. She attended the University of South Carolina, where she graduated with a BS in nursing. Um, she graduated cum laude, matter of fact, with her BS in nursing. So shout out to you. I want to take a pause here because I know there was a lot of debate leading up to the Super Bowl about, you know, NFL cheerleaders getting paid poorly and shouldn't have to have a career. But I just wanted to kind of say it again, just for the people in the back, that you guys went to school, you have multiple degrees and you should absolutely be proud of the fact that you have that. Why am I getting off the topic here? It's just something that I think needs to be said because every time I look at everybody's credentials of, you know, what they studied in school and their careers, it really does make me proud because you guys are so dope. Like look at these backgrounds and you know, what you're holding while you're actually on a team is so commendable. Yes, you should get paid more money as an NFL cheerleader. That's just period. That just needs to happen. But like the careers that you hold is just so impressive. Okay. I said my piece. Anyway, she graduated cum laude with her bachelor's in nursing. While she was in college, she was a four-year member of the Carolina Girls Dance Team. She is a graduate of Mercer University with her master's degree as well. So she's an acute care nurse practitioner. I don't know how all this stuff works, Celia. I hope I'm not butchering your credentials here, but it sounds like you not only got your bachelor's, you also got your graduate degree. One thing I noticed about Celia, because I was able to kind of mingle with people and get the photo cards if they didn't run out. Um, I love that your photo card has your bio on the back. I think that's so cool. I wish other teams would copy you um, just so that people understand it's not just like this gorgeous face on a photo card, but tell us a little bit about you, things that will hopefully inspire the people that you're handing those photo cards out to for someone to flip it over on the back and see, you know, what you studied and what your career is and how many years you've been on the team. I think that's so cool. So shout out to the Atlanta Falcons cheerleaders for thinking of that. Maybe you've been doing it, but I thought that was really cool. So Celia has also traveled to perform in Hong Kong at the NFL Hall of Fame game in Ohio. She attended the London game and also South Korea on a military tour. And she's also performed with several artists at games, Gucci Mane, Jeezy, T.I., Jermaine Dupri. Okay, everybody from Atlanta, Quavo, Big Boys, CNC Music Factory, and Angelic Hale. Obviously, lots of creds, and I just think it's nice to include that as part of your bio. And she was also finally the Game Palm recipient in 2019, 2022, and 2023. So well-deserved, Celia. I loved watching you dance and bring your little ATL flair Celia was another person that had such a huge support system from her squad. It was so cool to see everybody and to get a picture. Um, I think you are a special light, Celia, and it was just so cool to see everybody coming together to support you. So that wraps up NFC Line 1. I'm about to get into NFC Line 2. So NFC Line 2 has Zarin from the Arizona Cardinals Cheerleaders, Allison from the Carolina Panthers Top Cats, Gabby from the Los Angeles Rams cheerleaders, Erica from the Washington Commanders Command Force, Rachel from the Tampa Bay Bucks cheerleaders, Javon from the New Orleans Saints crew, and Andrea from the Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders. So up first is Zarin from the Arizona Cardinals cheerleaders. She's a 
third year veteran. I couldn't tell if the site was still like up to date or not, but a third year veteran from Riverside, California. She attended Grand Canyon University where she got her bachelor's in physical therapy. She is a physical therapy technician and also a dance instructor for UDA as well as the student's lab in the Phoenix area. She's an alumni of her college dance team, the GCU dance team. And I just have to say, you were kind of like, I want to say like a big surprise, but like, I just was like, dang, she's killing it. You were so fun to watch, like such a bright smile. Like you just have this presence on the field. And I felt like I was sleeping on you a little bit. Not that we get to see uh, performances of the different teams, but I was just like really impressed and blown away by you, Zarin. So you were fun to watch. I love your beautiful natural hair. Just such a wonderful representation of diversity. Just pause on that. I don't, we haven't even gotten through half the people yet, you guys, but I feel like this was the most diverse uh, Pro Bowl class in the years that I've been covering it. Um, it was really nice to see that the Arizona Cardinals cheerleaders had a, it looked like a beautiful banquet and it was after the Pro Bowl to kind of celebrate you and to welcome you into the fold of the Sisterhood of Prior Pro Bowl cheerleaders. I just want to say congratulations. I feel like every time I saw your smile light up, I wanted to put the camera on you. Uh, you killed it at Pro Bowl. Everybody killed it at Pro Bowl, you guys. This is hard, but I'm just trying to like acknowledge everybody and I'll give special shout outs later. Okay, next we have Allison from the Carolina Topcats. Okay, so Allison is a six-year veteran and captain for the Topcats. She's got the bubbliest personality on the field, y'all. I'm going all out of order, but I just couldn't keep my eyes off her. Uh, she had a big group of supporters as well with t-shirts with their face on it. She is a dance fitness instructor. Um, she's been one for the past four and a half years, and it totally makes so much sense why she has energy for days, just super light and bubbly and just motivating, like you want to get up and dance with her, period. When I was doing my research on Allison, it looked like she had a concept for a dance fitness and she wrote out some of her goals for the beat is what it was called. And I don't know if she's still doing it. It seemed like she was kind of closing that chapter, which made me a little sad, but I loved that she wrote out her goals and it just totally reminds me of what I saw that she embodied. She said to be a light in someone's life, to spread positivity and joy, to bring a space of comfort and self-love, to make sure everyone feels dances for anyone at any level to stay positive, energized, friendly, and upbeat, to ditch the self-doubt and go kill it, never forget how bad I once wanted this, compliment others, and learn to know the people, not just the names and faces. I just thought that was really beautiful. That was, I think, the environment that she was trying to create with her dance fitness program. I think you really reel people in, Allison. You have this personality that really exudes through your performance quality. Like, I could not stop wanting to just vibe with you. I mean, the mascot clearly wanted to party with you all the time. I think one of the posts from your team was that she used the life of the party. And I just felt like that perfectly captured what it felt like watching you. It just made me want to celebrate and party with you. And I just think you have a very inviting nature. Again, my friend and I were both like, we love her. Like it was just really cool watching you when you can kind of translate all of that in your dancing, like that positivity and that joy and bringing light to people. I think that just makes you such a well-rounded performer. Love, 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 love watching you. Next up, we have Gabby from the Los Angeles Rams cheerleaders. Gabby is a graduate of the University of Massachusetts Amherst campus. She has a BFA 
in Studio Arts. She is an incredible artist, y'all. I don't know if you've seen it, but go check her out on Instagram. Her concentrations in painting and drawing, and she has also a minor in art history. Her work has been exhibited in Female Artist Showcase at Red Sky Studios and Raw Artists in Boston. She's also developing her career in art and interior design. She's a former professional dancer for the Bolton Celtics dancers for four years. She said being a dancer has influenced her fascination in the human body, how it looks, how it moves. And I think her bio is really a standout and just super dope. Just have so many gifts and talents and just seeing her work and just her artistry, not just in her her actual art, but in her art as a dancer was really, really cool. Congratulations, Gabby. Okay, up next, we have Erica from the Command Force, the Washington Commanders. Miss Stylista, I heard somebody referring to her as, oh my gosh, the girl from Girlfriends, Tony Child. I totally see it. Um, you are stunning. I just can't get over you. You're I mean, from your outfits to your makeup, your hair, you are so fabulous. Okay, girl crush over. Erica is from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, she is a captain for the command force and a fourth year veteran. She attended Virginia State University. Um, she describes herself as dedicated, ambitious, and humble. She celebrated her birthday during Pro Bowl weekend, which was really cool to see everybody get to experience that with her and lifting her up. Her hobbies are interior design and fashion styling. Duh. She ended up debuting a new uniform in the photo shoot. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's a very different look for the Washington Command Force. Um, she's a fashion blogger, content creator. Um, she has an Amazon shop and styling tips and tutorials. Her game day fits were just goals. I love looking at her post, just the way that she incorporates color and makeup. I just can't. Okay, next we have Rachel from the Tampa Bay Bucks cheerleader. She is a fourth year captain. She's from St. Petersburg, Florida, and has always been a lifelong Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Uh, she won most improved in 2022 for their squad and community MVP in 2023. Um, prior to cheering for the Bucks, Rachel worked for ESPN and she's been cheering alongside her sister for the first time this season. When I cheered for the Seahawks, we had two sisters on the squad, and it really is so special to be able to have that kind of experience with your family. But right now she is an HR recruiting coordinator. She attended Florida Atlantic University and majored in communications and minored in dance. She was also a student athlete on their competitive dance team. Okay, so Rachel also debuted a new uniform. It was a perfect cute little one piece romper action it almost caught me off guard i was like wait a minute is that new it's a really cute uniform and i hope they're debuting that for the team this season it was a really a really gorgeous look on her next we have andrea from the minnesota vikings cheerleaders she is a seventh year veteran there were a couple uh pro bowl cheerleaders that were also in their seventh year i think it was chelsea and kayla um but she's a four-year captain she's from Okay, here we go. From Matomidi, Minnesota. Sorry, girl. Uh, she attended St. Cloud State University. Uh, she's a special education teacher. One fun fact about her, she got engaged on the field at the 2021 Rams versus Vikings home game. Uh, she's really, really high energy on the field. Such a clean dancer. Just 
really great energy. I loved watching her. She has cheered 62 career games as a Minnesota Vikings cheerleader. Shout out to the Minnesota Vikings for putting together an amazing bio with all her career highlights. So I'm not having to like dig through LinkedIn and a bunch of different uh, sources to find out her career highlights. So I'm kind of cribbing from that for you guys. Uh, She's cheered in the Super Bowl halftime performance with Justin Timberlake, halftime celebrity performance with Jordan Davis. She's done the Battle of the Bands halftime show, uh, Thursday Night Football halftime performance with Flo Rida. Uh, She's done pro tour productions, military tours in the UK, halftime performance with T-Pain, a few artists here, Ludacris, Tyler Hubbard, Young Gravy, Wynn Starks. She's traveled to the UK to represent MVC. And also she was the team MVP in 2022 and the school service award winner. I love that they give all these highlights. I just wish everybody did this. It would make my job so much easier. Um, her, the coach selects the representative and the prior year Pro Bowl cheerleader, Alex, came to the pregame practice to share the wonderful news with her. So congratulations, Andrea. Last but not least, we have Javon from the New Orleans Saints crew. This, she is a fifth year veteran and second year captain. She's from New Orleans, Louisiana, attended Southern Methodist University for her undergraduate degree in chemistry. And then she got her MBA from Tulane University. She is a cosmetic chemist, y'all. She has formulated hundreds of custom beauty products for companies around the country. Okay. Back in the day when I did like my own mock NFL draft for the podcast, I think this was kind of like, I don't know what I was, maybe it was the pandemic. I was bored. I don't know. But I was like, let me just pick who I think would be like the coolest person from all the bios on the website and just that I would draft as part of my dream team. And I didn't know Javon from Adam, but I picked her just based off of this stellar bio that I'm reading to you guys. Um, So dope. Oh my gosh, I'm left off the most important part with her background. She is the owner of her own company called Van Cosmetics. So she's not only doing that, she's also teaching at a business school as a professor at Delgado College. She's so passionate about helping more entrepreneurs. So shout out to her for having her own business and helping the younger generation uh, develop their mindset as an entrepreneur and starting their own businesses. I think that is really cool and impressive. Um, Javon represented her team at Pro Action 2022. That's when I first got the chance to meet her in person. During her educational studies, she did a summer research program at Vanderbilt and studied abroad in Paris, Colombia, Mexico, and Vietnam. She's got a dance background in ballet, modern, and jazz. She's trained with the Kelly School of Dance, the New Orleans Center for Creative Arts, the New Orleans Ballet Association, Boston Conservatory, Debbie Allen Dance Academy, Edie Dame, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, Dance Company, and the Texas Ballet Theater. She is also a coach of the Little Lions at Ursuline Academy to train the next generation of dancers. Um, she's also starred in music video um, Baby by a musical artist named Ambre or Ombre. She's performed on stage with R&B artist Justin Garner. And she's also presented pieces at Jacob's Pillow and Kennedy Center. She's got like such an impressive bio and background. So maybe you guys don't remember, but in January at the start of the year, as I was like preparing all my information around Pobol, I put it out there in my story. If people wanted to, you know, send a special note of encouragement to their Pobol cheerleader, I was going to be very happy to read the messages and so many people wrote in about Javon and I'm going to read a few of the messages just because they were 
all had a very similar theme, but they took the time to do it. So I'm going to take the time to read it on the podcast. I would like to say some words about Javon, Pro Bowl cheerleader 2024 for the Saints crew. Javon has been a very important role in my experience on this team since day one as a rookie. She was the very first person to even talk to me at the very first clinic I attended. When I went to the clinic, trying out for me was very up in the air, but she made sure to insert herself into my world without knowing anything about me. She has guided me this entire year selflessly without hesitation. We call her the team therapist because that's exactly what she is. After every practice, she spends hours, and I do mean hours, on the phone with anyone needing guidance, encouragement, or just someone to listen to them. Her talent speaks for itself, but her heart speaks volumes to everyone else. She's a true representation of what a Pro Bowl cheerleader should be, and I'm very grateful to have someone like her in my life forever. How beautiful is that? Okay, that was, I think, that captures everything. I don't know if they wanted me to tell you their names, but that was, I'm not just in case. Okay. The next one is from someone that just said she's an absolute gem on this team. She's a mentor to so many people and just a fun person to be around. If deserving was a person, it would be her. And then another one that just said that from the moment I met Javon in 2022, she's been nothing but a beacon of joy, strength, and wisdom. She is one of the most selfless women I know. Her drive to become better and to not be complacent is so admirable and inspiring. She may be tiny, but her power and charisma is that of a giant. I could not agree more with these comments from her teammates. I think that just speaks volumes that they felt, you know, inspired to reach out and say some kind things about their captain. Couldn't agree more with just Javon's like willingness to learn and continue to grow. I just remember her deciding she wanted to learn how to tumble. And I'm just like, observing this over social media, but just, she went for it, you know, just wanted to take on new things and keep learning and growing as a performer. And I just saw this woman dancing her heart out, never stopped moving the whole entire weekend that I saw her performing. And I just appreciate how you extended yourself for your teammates. I mean, I think it says a lot that they can come to you and confide in you and kind of get guidance from you because this journey is not easy for everybody. So shout out for your leadership skills and just being in a, such a well-rounded and talented performer and just a brilliant genius. So gorgeous. Love Javon. So that wraps the NFC lines. And now I'm about to get into the AFC line. Number one, I know this is a little bit much, but I don't care. I'm just kidding. I think it's cool to learn about our Pro Bowl representatives. So we're doing the dang on thing. Okay. So this line has Maddie from the Las Vegas Raiderettes, Brittany from the Baltimore Ravens cheerleaders, Jamia from the Kansas City Chiefs cheerleaders, Caitlin from the Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and Holly from the Cincinnati Bengals. So let's get into Maddie from the Raiders. She is from Riverside, California. She's a fourth year veteran on the team, attended UCLA where she got her degree in dance and a minor in food studies. Uh, She's a dance teacher at the Raiderettes, the studio. And the students, it's so cute. The students refer to her as a real life Disney princess. She is totally Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Like, gorgeous and just tall and majestic and just like all of the things. Yes, she's giving princess vibes. Anyway, she also uh, was a member of the UCLA dance team while she was there and was awarded rookie of the year. She's a certified nutrition coach and teaches fitness classes. For the Raiderette, she was Raiderette of the game in 2022 
and her rookie year, um, she was a part of the inaugural Las Vegas Raiderettes squad. Um, so she was also Raiderette of the game that year as well. She's trained in her mom's dance studio for over 17 years. So it's only natural that she's, you know, a dance teacher. She's known for her cooking and baking skills and wants to become a nutritionist to pursue her passion for health and wellness. Maddie, it was so cool meeting you. I just feel like I've been a fan for so long and uh, it was nice to get a chance to hug you. It was one of my favorite days of my Pro Bowl weekend. Um, Next up is Brittany from the Baltimore Ravens Cheerleaders. She's from Graysonville, Maryland. She's a fifth-year veteran on the team and a co-captain on the dance team side. She's a professional makeup artist for a production company and a bridal company. So this is one of the cool things. This is dear to my heart, you guys. Uh, She is a mother. She's one of six on the Ravens team who are parents, um, which she views as their most important role that she holds is being a mom. Her family was there at Pro Bowl, and it just made my heart melt to see her son just kind of there and seeing his mom in that huge of a moment is just so special. Um, she attended Anne Arundel Community College. Um, she's represented the Ravens on military tours to Alaska, the Middle East, and London. And she's also had the honor of visiting and performing for the troops. It was a highlight of her Ravens career. Um, and she was nominated for Pro Bowl in 2023 as well. So I can only imagine it being nominated because their fans vote for their Pro Bowl cheerleaders. So to be nominated and get so close, but to actually get it is a huge honor. And I just want to say for all the moms, I did not know the Ravens had that many moms on the team, but I was a mom when I was on the team as well. And it's just like, I know what it means to be able to share some very key moments in your career as a professional cheerleader with your children. I just think it's so important for our children to see us living out our dreams and seeing them come true. So I just want to send an extra love Brittany's way to be able to have that moment with her son. A very, very beautiful moment as a mom. Next, we have Jamia from the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs cheerleaders. Jamia is a captain in her fifth year on the team. She also went to pro action in 2023 and 2021. And man, you guys, she's just a sight to see perform. The skill, the technique, her presence. She's just an amazing dancer. Her talent on the dance floor and positive outlook on life make this girl a showstopper. Her creativity, compassion, and consistent hard work does not go unnoticed. This was part of the post from her team in their Pro Bowl selection um, post. I was near Jamia's mother and grandmother at the Skills Challenge, and it was just so nice to talk to them and just to hear about their experience supporting her over the years. I love seeing people's families there to represent. Not everybody's family is able to travel and make the trip to Orlando, but it was really, really sweet to meet your family, Jamia. All over the Chiefs Instagram, I just had in, in my notes here, like, you are you guys peeping like all of the cool poses and posts of her pictures from her photo shoot? Like she has some awesome technique in every pose, you know, this lovely bright smile that lights everything up. I just think I'm expecting to see her on every Chiefs post because she's got the coolest shots. Anyway, Jamia is a graphic designer and she attended Avila University with her BFA in graphic design. Next up, we have 
Caitlin from the Colts. Okay, I feel like I've met everybody now through ProAction. How many times have I said that I've met somebody at ProAction? But Caitlin is a fifth-year veteran. She's from Indianapolis, graduated from Ball State University. She is a dance marathon program advisor for Riley Children's Foundation. She's represented the horseshoe with grace, kindness, and passion. I'm cribbing from either their website or their posts on her. Throughout the NFL, I think the most creative announcements belong to the Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders. They had a sign that said, you're going to Pro Bowl, this huge sign on the field. They are always doing cool, interactive things as segments, I think, during game day, which I have to get to a Colts game. It just needs to happen. But that was how it was revealed to her. She was blindfolded at first, thinking she's taking part in some, you know, maybe fan activation. And then opening her eyes to seeing her teammates holding that sign was just really, really cool. I met her at ProAction when she was there coaching for Ball State University. Her family and her friends from the dance team actually came to the practice to send her off for Pro Bowl. It looked like she was like performing the Pro Bowl routines as like part of a dress rehearsal for her teammates and also her students that she coaches and her family and friends, which I think is a really special touch. Like these Pro Bowl cheerleaders get these videos of all of the routines that they had to do. And, you know, they're probably like, living in the gym, like learning these choreography and probably really be helpful to practice and perform in front of your support system to make sure that you're ready to go. And I thought that that was really special. I don't know if that's like a tradition that they have with the Colts, but I thought that that was really cool. And they even had a Pro Bowl cheerleader from 1996 share words of wisdom with her. So Caitlin, you, and I forgot to say this about Javon, you and Javon had like the best dressed departure outfit if you will like the first day that you guys flew in your pantsuit and your white blazer and your white shoes you look so sharp you guys Javon had on this black and gold amazing beautiful suit like you guys looked so good anyway Caitlin attended the Ball State University with a bachelor's in hospitality and food management and a minor in foundations of management she was also the code red dance team captain while she was there and also the captain of an outlet hip-hop troupe. So, Caitlin, you are just a dynamite, like, fun performer to watch. Like, you've got the facials, you've got the energy, you've got the swag with everything. Like, I watched you just even in your freestyle moments, like, during the game on Pro Bowl Day, and I just love that you always look like you're having so much fun, like, the time of your life performing, and it's really, truly infectious. So I am a big Caitlin fan. Next up is Holly from the Cincinnati Bengals. She is from Cincinnati, Ohio, a third-year veteran on the team. She attended the University of Kentucky for her bachelor degree in human health sciences, and she earned her doctorate in physical therapy at the University of Cincinnati. She is a physical therapist, you guys, to the geriatric population at an assisted living and memory care unit. So she helps, you know, the senior citizens there with fall prevention and injury rehab. And what I thought was so special is she um, ended up teaching a routine, like a dance routine to the residents there and her teammates came to watch the performance. But I just think that's really sweet that her teammates came to kind of support. Can you imagine like how sweet and how special that had to make everybody feel like learning choreography and then having people rooting you on and you actually get a visit from the Cincinnati Bengals like we have to love on our senior citizen community. I think that is just such a very important job to make them feel loved and appreciated and that they're still young dancers for anyone at any age. So I really loved hearing that about Holly. So that wraps line one. Now we're going to hear about the final line for the AFC. This is line two, and that includes 
Rose from the Houston Texans cheerleaders, Samantha from the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders, Susanna from the Tennessee Titans cheerleaders, Chelsea from the Denver Broncos cheerleaders, Olivia from the Jacksonville Jaguars, The Roar, and finally Driss from the New England Patriots cheerleaders. Okay, first up is Rose. She is a third year veteran from Laredo, Texas. She is a dance teacher and a graduate from Texas State University where she studied dance, performance, and choreography. She's lived in both New York and LA where she furthered her dance training at the Jeffrey Ballet School, Mark Morris Dance Group, the Millennium Dance Complex, the Edge Performing Arts Center, Debbie Reynolds Broadway Dance Center, and Steps on Broadway. What I loved about reading about Rose was that she is extremely passionate about representing her Latino culture. She grew up at the Texas-Mexico border and she says she has a deep appreciation for her roots and the sacrifices of those who came before her. She's very proud to interact with Texans fans with a similar background as her. Um, and her favorite memory as a Texans cheerleader is to, any chance that she can get to honor the servicemen and women who sacrificed so much for our country and safety. Taking pride in your culture is something that's very, very important. I think there's not enough light shown on Latino and Latina cheerleaders in the NFL and the NBA space. It's something that I tried to orchestrate an episode about, but I just love that she's representing so well and expressing pride in her culture. Next up, we have Samantha from the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. I still have my sweet spot for my trip to Miami to see the Dolphins cheerleaders perform. So I was super excited to see Samantha. She is a third year veteran and captain on the squad. She's from Woodbridge, Virginia and attended Virginia Commonwealth University where she studied psychology. She is a social media manager and specializes in health and wellness content. She's traveled to the NFL game in Germany last season. She's brought all the glamour and beauty of the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders with her to Pro Bowl. The only thing I was missing, Samantha, was like the walk that you guys do throughout the entire stadium. My friend and I were at the Dolphins game together. She was like, wait, she's not doing the walk. It was so cute. But you looked amazing out there. You just have this glow about you and you are fun to watch. So I don't care if I'm saying it again, but you did such a good job representing your team. And it was great to see your teammates also showing up for you, showing that support. Uh, I know it's Florida, so but it's still a little bit of a trek to go from South Florida to Orlando. So it was nice to see everybody showing up for you. Next, we have Susanna from the Tennessee Titans cheerleader. She is a third year veteran, and this was her first year as a captain on the squad. She's originally from Nashville, and she graduated from the University of Alabama with a Bachelor of Science in Human Environmental Science with a double major in Human Development and Family Studies and Dance. She is currently in graduate school at Belmont University, earning her doctorate in Occupational Therapy. And she was just recently selected to represent her team to travel to Australia with the Pro Tour Productions and Armed Forces Entertainment. So Susanna is a gorgeous young woman. I mean, her eyes literally like lock you in. So beautiful and fun to watch. You had a moment that I just had to include in my reel of you just soaking up the moment and living your best life out there. Susanna, I think you really just light up the field. I really enjoyed watching you perform. Next, we have Chelsea from the Denver Broncos Cheerleaders. She is from Arvada, Colorado. I'm probably am butchering these names, but it's okay. She is a seventh year veteran like Kayla, and she is a second grade teacher. 
She attended Colorado State University where she got her BA and she also earned her master's at Metropolitan State University. Um, She also gives me princess vibes, just that very kind and just endearing way. Like I talked to her for a little while and heard the amazing story of how she was selected as Pro Bowl cheerleader. But, you know, you just have this very endearing personality, Chelsea. She was describing that her family has been season ticket holders for over 50 years within her family. She was always mesmerized by the Denver Broncos cheerleaders as a kid. Um, They season tickets were actually her grandfather's and they passed down to her father. And she said that one of the favorite moments at games is when her father would see her in the stands and wave at her because he just told her he couldn't wait until the day that he got to wave at her when she was a kid. Like he saw her becoming a Denver Broncos cheerleader one day and he was like, I can't wait till I'm waving at you from the field. And This was actually incorporated into the video that they created for her when they made the announcement of Pro Bowl. She thought they were going to be doing something entirely different, like watching a video on how to put rhinestones on a uniform or something like that. And they ended up having a montage of different people sending her warm messages and congratulating her on Pro Bowl. And so her family was there at Pro Bowl and he's waving at her yet again from the stands. It was just really, really sweet hearing Chelsea's story. Chelsea, as a performer, y'all, I just was caught a little bit off guard too. I don't know why I was like sleeping on you guys, but she's tall as I don't know what, but she just definitely puts her stank on all her movements. She just really serves it up, like give it to me. I was really loving watching her like freestyling and and just kind of getting it. One of the things that I wrote down though from my notes was just her advice to her younger self, which I thought was really beautiful. Uh, She says, you don't have to be perfect to be the best. If you love something, you are passionate about it and you work as hard as you can to reach your goals. That's what makes you the best. I encourage all kids to fall in love with an activity and give it all they have. It is the one moment you feel so unapologetically yourself. And there is nothing more beautiful than seeing the look in someone's eye when they are doing what they love. Wow. I just thought that was really powerful. I mean, as a parent, that's something that I'm always just trying to instill in my kids as well is just finding that thing that you love. It's just nothing greater than just pursuing that love. And that's really truly when you are your best self is when you're doing the thing that you love the most. It's just a a next level high. And I love that she shares that with her students. Hey, next is Olivia from the Jacksonville Jaguars, The Roar. I don't know why I always stumble over saying that, but Olivia is from Chicago, Illinois. She's a fifth year veteran and captain on the team. She is a business owner. She's a barber and a hair and makeup artist. Uh, She specializes in men's barbering, which I thought was pretty cool. Who wouldn't love to have this bombshell beauty cutting their hair? Like, are you kidding me? Uh, She is small and mighty and totally held her own. I enjoyed your full-time presence of just owning the room. You just have that it factor. And I was here for it all day. From the big hair to the big smile, like the... You just had the whole package and I really enjoyed uh, seeing you shine out there on the field. Last but not least, you guys, we have Driss from the New England Patriots Cheerleaders. So Driss is from Londonbury, New Hampshire. He is a fifth year veteran and captain on the squad. And I'm so sad that Driss will be retiring this year. I'm not I'm not happy about that. Like, I really hope to see you continue to perform somewhere, Driss. Um, but He attended the University of New Hampshire, where he earned his BA in dance with a minor in business administration and kinesiology. He is a 
senior benefits analyst. Um, he's also has this interesting background where he trained as a silks, hoop, and trapeze artist. Y'all, have you seen Driss? He's so tall. I don't know how tall, but super tall. So I'm obsessed that he had this background as a trapeze artist. Like, I would love to see that. Um, he aspires to run a compensation and benefits program at an organization he cares deeply about. Y'all had to dig deep in LinkedIn for some of this stuff, but I love hearing what we're doing professionally, as I've said before. He launched a global comprehensive mental and emotional well-being program at his company, which he thinks is his biggest accomplishment. So Driss, I'm going off script here. I met you at ProAction for the 50th time, y'all. I've met people at ProAction, but I've been a big fan of yours from that very first time when you were there assisting. And I remember my friend Brittany was there and Danielle, my other good friend that came out was our first year at ProAction and we all fell in love with you. I have that picture where we ran into each other after the party and I'm just, I'm obsessed with you. I think you have such a warm spirit, an amazing dancer. I love the clips that I have of you living your best life. I tried to put them all into the reels I created, but you have such a gift and I really hope that you continue to share that with us. I want to see you on a court, on a field. I mean, please keep dancing. I understand retirement, but we're not over you yet. At least I'm not. So now that we got through all of the Pro Bowl cheerleaders, I'm just going to say it. You guys know that it's the truth behind the palms. I'm just going to speak for myself. Keep a pate here. Sharing who I just thought stood out from both the NFC and the AFC. And I'm just going to crown my people and... If you watch all of my footage, you will see exactly why I'm giving these special shout outs. But for the NFC, I have to say the person who caught my eye the most and just really, really encompassed being this, not that there's about being like the star. I get it. It's like a squad of 24 superheroes. So like, how do you name your favorite superhero? But dang it, I'm going to put myself out there and try for the NFC. I have to give it to Javon, Javon from the Saints crew. I just... I mean, I don't have enough words, but I think you are it for me. I loved watching you dance, 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 dance. I just, I can't explain, like, I get that everybody's together as a team and you're performing together, but this is something about Pro Bowl where it's just like, I want to see you shine so brightly and kind of just like, it's not about outshining everybody else. It's just go ahead and give your all out there. And I really felt like she did not hold back. Every moment was her own. She was just in the element, also vibing with everybody else around her. But like she was just in her own world. And I think she really just gave me all the feels. So I'm selecting Javon as my favorite on the NFC side. And it's fresh, but Driss, you you are the you are the one for me on the AFC. Um I already kind of went on and on and on about you, Driss, but your joy that comes through you from your dancing it's just like you're watching somebody like live their dream and you have this expression in your face that just looks so smitten in the moment and I'm I don't know I'm just fully wrapped in and I just loved watching you dance getting lost in dancing to the point where you're about to get left behind and as the formation is moving or the line is moving to go somewhere else on the field like I think you made me smile the most watching you 
And I felt that way from the very first time of seeing you perform. And I just think when you guys, again, there, everybody was very special and well-deserving, but when you make me feel something and I feel connected in watching you perform and invested in you, and that's the kind of connection that I'm looking for. And you guys all made me feel, each one of you individually, something special, but I'm just giving the extra nudge to Javon and to Driss, who are my king and queen, if you will, of Pro Bowl 2024. So now that we got that out of the way, I'm just sharing a few last notes about my observations from Pro Bowl. Unfortunately, you know, at the game, they didn't have like a halftime performance. So I've posted all of the, all of the numbers that they did, the opening number and the two, two minute warning performances that they did. And special shout out y'all, these choreographers, we all know that how much we love the choreographers that do things for Pro Bowl, but we got to give a special, special, special shout out to Quentin Perron, who kind of took on a new role this year with the Pro Bowl cheerleaders where he was kind of, I don't want to jack up the title, but he was kind of the director of the entertainment piece in, in terms of the routines and the dances that they were doing. So I thought it was like a really, really great opening performance. It felt a little different from years before. I mean, it's always good, always amazing, but it's just such a, like a science to getting that opening number right, where you have like a great opening number and then you have this intricate, like formation changing action going on where there's still choreography happening, but each person's getting a solo and then you want to finish strong and you want to present them in like, they're obviously like their best light because you're presenting this, you know, 2024 squad. And I just thought Quentin did a, fantastic job like it really looks so clean and just really well orchestrated or maybe just super just rehearse 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 but I just thought that it just made everybody look their best and it just had a different energy to it I don't know I really really enjoyed the opening number I really liked that the intros seemed like people were like doing less for that little one eight count that they probably get to get up there but it just looked so much cleaner I know years past, it would feel like dancers were trying to pack too much into that little moment and it was taking away from really soaking it in, if that makes any sense. But I like that it looked just really simplified and yes, show me a little something, something, but just keeping the the pacing of everything and nobody running up on top of one another. Uh, I just thought it looked really, really good. But there were some people who stood out a little bit more on their little intros. So I have some little special call outs. I enjoyed the aerials that Andrea and Jamia pulled in their intro. Driss did an illusion. Azari got real low and gave us like some of her style, which I thought was fun. And um, the Jags. Oh my gosh, Olivia, your layout gave me life. I just, that was probably my favorite moment in the intro number where everybody was kind of going up, especially appreciated, like, you know, just the variation that this is just like the attention to detail. Okay. So Quentin, when you had everybody go up and do their little intro, I love that just like even the small things, like the variation in their claps and what they were doing in the background for visual effects, it was just all so clean so you knew, you know, who already had gone, but it was just like still visually pleasing to see them in the background, but also just all eyes and attention focused on the person doing their solos. Okay. So intro number, 
amazing. The other choreographers, you guys, that put together these cute routines, you had Allie, Alexis, Antonia, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, but these routines were so cute for the sidelines. Lose Control, Mr. Photographer, Hot, Slow Ride, Dirty. I wonder what y'all's favorite was. I think my favorite was Dirty. I mean, who doesn't love some Christina Aguilera moments, but great job for the choreographers. Again, I think this is like something that we all look forward to or what are the Pro Bowl routines? I wish we got to see more of them, but that's just something that hopefully will improve upon in next year where they get to do a little bit more to showcase all the cute routines that they learned. So I'm also going to call out the photo card by the incomparable Lindsay Rosenberg, you guys. The photo card is just everything. And matter of fact, I'm about to go get it and I'm going to give you my favorites from the picture. Okay, let's get into this photo card. The photo card is always like the first thing that comes out of Pro Bowl week as far as I'm concerned. The One of the most important things is this photo card and <sighs> it just looked so bomb. Like, I love the trees in the background, just like one nice neutral color, nothing too crazy going on in the background that kind of distracts from everything. It just makes everybody's uniform colors like pop. And I love the zoomed in effect of this year's photo card. Like sometimes the background to actually capture the moment ends up coming like a little bit more zoomed out. Lindsay knows, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like, I just love how clearly and up close you get to see everybody. Um, I just really appreciated that. It's just like a really crisp shot that focuses on the cheerleaders and you can just see everybody really, really well, which I loved. And I think what does it for me, if I'm looking at this photo card, I'm just going to pick one. Okay. Driss, you, King, like I just, this pose, the facial expression, like you owned the whole entire photo card. I mean, you just drew me in from the get go. Like I loved everything about your pose. Yeah, everybody looks stunning. I really can't. Like, it's just a really beautiful, beautiful photo card. I like the placement of the Super Bowl contenders with uh, Kayla and Jamia kind of framed around Driss. Even Maddie, like she's in the middle as well because they're hosting in Vegas. So I just thought it was just a really, really beautiful photo card. One of my favorites, I would say, over the last five years of going to Pro Bowl. So this deserves its own little shout out. Lindsay is amazing. And I'm just so bummed that I didn't get to see Lindsay, but I make any excuse anytime I'm in LA to try to visit Lindsay on a whim. And so, um, love you to death. And this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful photo card. So just to wrap up this amazing episode, make it a good one. I'm going to just share an observation overall that I had in watching all the Pro Bowl cheerleaders that may or may not be on point. I'm not sure, but it's something that I just felt. I mean, I feel like I'm really like intuitive and can kind of pick up on vibes from people, but I would imagine that there's probably a degree of imposter syndrome that people probably feel from being selected by their teams to represent them at Pro Bowl. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just going off of just my vibes that I'm picking up on. And I just really want to say to this year's class, like you guys all seem so humble and I almost want to say reserved. Like I feel like other years there were probably people who just really, really stood out eye catching, like not that they were trying to be the center of attention or anything, but it was just kind of that vibe of like, 
they just were a star. And I felt like this year's squad was very just on the same like chillax mode of like nothing to prove, nothing to go crazy over. Like we're just here enjoying the moment and being with each other. But I want to just say that like in watching you guys like on the sidelines, like I literally didn't watch Pro Bowl games at all. I only watched you and I could kind of pick up on this reluctance to kind of do anything that would make you stand out too much. Or maybe as you were like dancing on the sidelines, you know, you're step clapping because you're just trying to, you know, match the person next to you. But I guess in prior years, like I was used to seeing a whole lot more like give me the spotlight activity on the sidelines. And I guess I want to just say that I hope that you felt empowered to just like completely live your entire best lives out there and not hold back because this is your moment. Like I came 3000, however many miles from Seattle to Orlando to watch each one of you just kind of show off like nobody's business. And you all seem so humble and you know, not the type to do the show off thing, but I just hope that you really felt completely worthy of owning every single moment out there on that field. You deserve it. And that is exactly what we're here for to watch and support you. And don't feel like you're kind of stepping out of line of trying to show anybody up, you know, showing off and showcasing your skills and your talents. I just felt like maybe people were holding back a little bit. And I just wanted to say that I see you, I kind of pick up on that a little bit from different people and just watching you on the sidelines, but I hope that everybody really soaked up the beautiful moment that you earned to represent your squad. It was a pleasure coming out there and meeting you. I look forward to this every year. I hope next year when I do go, that if you do come back to support the next year's Pro Bowl cheerleader, that I get a chance to spend a little bit more time talking to you in person. I think you all are amazing and you really, really showed up really strongly for this year. So with that, I'm going to wrap this episode. It was a little rough for me coming out of my retirement and not doing an interview and having somebody else to talk to, but thanks for bearing with me. I tried to keep it as short and sweet as I could, but we had an amazing talented class to go over and I enjoyed every single minute of it. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You can follow your favorite podcast on social media at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram, at Pro Cheer Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can support your favorite podcast on Patreon. Until next time, keep your eyes on the sidelines.